I am Sierra Reed Langston, and this is the HIPAA Critical Podcast. One third of U.S. consumers experienced a computer virus, hacking incident, or other cyber attack in the past 12 months. The proliferation of personal smartphones and in-home connected technologies, Bluetooth systems, high-speed internet, and Wi-Fi networks has created an easy entry point for hackers. Think about the most common devices in your home that are connected to the internet. Baby monitors, webcams, toothbrushes, refrigerators, garage doors, thermostats, smart TVs, video game consoles. That list is endless. In the last few years, many hackers have found security flaws in most new smart devices inside the home. Because these devices are designed to be fast and convenient, they often do not include adequate security protections to ward off the bad guys. Have you ever wondered if your home network is secure from the cyber attacks? Well, in this episode, that's what you will find out. We are going to give you five tips to ensure you are protected from cyber criminals while working from home, as well as dive into new threats and trends in the healthcare industry. Today, we have Greg Hoffman, a senior enterprise account executive from Pawbox, to discuss these topics in greater detail. So much for joining me today. So before you arrived at Pawbox, you worked at Bellhops in customer service and studied economics at the University of Hawaii. How has this experience helped you in your current role? Well, that's a good question, Sierra. To give you a little background on Bellhops, uh, that's, a, that's a moving company that is designed for students. Cool. And I helped uh, start up and, and manage the Hawaii branch while I was at the University of Hawaii. And the great thing about this service is that it's really based around convenience. Students are very busy and they can't always work all the time. So the beauty of Bellhops is that it allowed students and those moving to pick and choose the times that work best for their busy schedules. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to helping people and convenience. Today, I'm a senior enterprise account executive at Palbox, which is a, a fancy way of saying that I'm actually a sales guy. Nice. Uh, and I spend <laughs> my time, <laughs> yeah, and I, I spend the most of my time uh, helping individuals and companies uncover and, and solve problems with their security and their compliance vulnerabilities. So uh, whether you're moving furniture or you're securing the transmission of sensitive data, at the end of the day, it all comes back down to helping people and convenience. Right, it sure does. And you, knowing you personally, you are an industry expert. And so I'm so glad that we have you on the podcast today. And how did you end up at Pawbox, you know, in a role that is primarily focused around building and maintaining customer relationships, just like you did at Bellhops? Yeah, that's that's an interesting story, actually. So I guess the short answer is uh, a lot of hard work and a little bit of luck. Um, (laughs) I met our fearless uh, CEO and, and founder, Hawala Garibi, uh, through an internship while I was at the University of Hawaii. And that internship actually snowballed into another internship uh, with a company called Pal Spam, which was the first Hawaiian spam protection company in Hawaii. Now, to clarify, we're talking about email spam. This isn't the spam you eat, although you know Hawaiians do love eating their spam as well. And as a side note, for those who are tuning in, uh, in Hawaiian, Pal actually means done or finished. Hmm. So the name how spam means done with spam. So anyhow, while interning with Pal Spam, we had a customer that you may have heard of called Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, and Hawala actually built Palbox for the Hawaiian chapter because mm. they grant more wishes than any other chapter. Uh, everyone wants to go to Hawaii. And so they had a very large need for an easier way to send and receive sensitive data like protected health information. Nice. So... After developing Palbox for Make-A-Wish, 
we realized that actually there's a huge demand for this type of service. And long story short, we ended up moving the company from Hawaii to San Francisco. And in the early days, we figured out that I was inherently decent at building and maintaining <laughs> customer relationships. You are more uh, than decent. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I, what I really love to do is help customers just solve their email security and compliance problems. And well, the rest is history. Nice. Well, I'm glad you gave me that background. I didn't even know that background. And I love that you, you know, you were an intern too. And, you know, we had Nick Wong, who um, is an intern also with us. And he is pretty much our resident expert in email API. So it's so great that uh, we have interns and then those interns have and will turn into full-time employees. So thank you so much for, uh, for that background. So again- My pleasure. Yeah. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but obviously we're friends. I know you personally, and I know how passionate you are about helping the healthcare industry communicate more securely and freely like you discussed. And uh, can you just elaborate on this passion and mission? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Sierra. Uh, healthcare, if you look at it, has always really been behind the times when it comes to technology, which seems pretty wild because healthcare is one of those industries that, that really just it affects us all. Right. Uh, I mean, the thing about this thing called life that everyone who's tuning in to this uh, this podcast shares is that, you know, unfortunately, none of us are actually going to get out of this alive. Uh, we all have an expiration date. So why are we not putting the most innovative technologies to work in healthcare? Well, sometimes that innovation happens, but many times true innovation is actually impaired by humans being stubborn and just slow to adopt uh, change along with right. the long red tape of HIPAA regulations that are put in place by HHS. Right. Uh, and HIPAA, you know, as you know, mandates how you can actually handle data like protected health information, which is, is, is a good thing for, right. for, your pa- for the patient. Now, that's all well and fine, but sometimes these HIPAA regulations can really slow down the way that data is transmitted and processes are actually handled. For example... If you take a look at that ancient uh, hunk of technology that's sitting in all healthcare offices today. I know uh, you're talking about the machine. fax. Yeah, the fax yeah. machine. <laughs> oh man, I hate exactly. the fax. Everyone hates the fax machine. I've never met one per- If you're listening and you like fax machines, I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, and you may not know this here, but the fax machine actually dates back to 1843. That's well over 150 years ago. And we're still using that today. Knowledge bomb. I did so, not know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty bizarre. Uh, so to get back to your question, I, I'm passionate about helping healthcare communicate more securely and freely because we're literally talking about the transmission of vital medical history, uh, conditions of patients, and and ultimately life and death. So right. Palbox is literally helping save lives. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. And you know, obviously innovation, technology, everyone needs to get on with the times. Obviously, fax machines are a thing of the past. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. And Greg, we are, um, you know, we're in the current pandemic. So more people are working and learning from home. And this increased number of at-home employees and students most definitely gives or is giving cyber criminals more opportunities to exploit and attack. So do you have any tips for our listeners on securing their home networks from cyber attacks? That is an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting question. So there, there are a ton of things that you can actually do. I read a blog post recently that outlined this rather well. Five top things that you should do are number one, move from complex passwords 
to phrases. Hmm. It's a common misconception that, and, and you, you may have heard of this, that changing oh, yeah. your passwords constantly is more secure. But actually, uh, changing your password all the time can introduce its own security vulnerabilities. Hmm. So the length and unique pattern of a phrase will actually increase your level of security of your passwords and you won't have to update them so frequently. Number two, you can add and update passwords on internet connected devices. Okay. You need to secure the things that you can. So control the things that you can control. Number three, use a virtual private private network, a VPN. Mm-hmm. Number four, set up a guest network. This will keep you safe from security vulnerabilities from a guest that uh, maybe comes over to your house. Oh, I, um, I never even, wanna, yeah. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're also going to want to make sure that that's password protected as well. That, hmm. uh, that gets the network. Okay, great. I'm and doing that today. <laughs> final, yeah. Yeah. Good, good call. Uh, and number five, restrict administrative access on your devices, meaning that you don't want all of your employees at home to have admin access. The less admin access that you have out there, the more secure you actually are. Great. Okay, great. And you know, I'm sitting here working from home. You're sitting in your apartment in uh, California working from home. So um, thank you so much for providing those tips. I will be uh, doing some of them today. And Greg, I know you talk with members of the healthcare community all day, every day, essentially. So what are the biggest threats that you're seeing from um, customers right now? Yeah, the, the, the top things that I'm seeing from our customers uh, as far as security vulnerabilities, it, it's actually, um, it's, it's themselves. Unfortunately, hmm. the biggest security issue is the human element. And hackers know this. And that's why they target employees, whether they are simply making a mistake or acting out of ignorance. It's the human, human being that is the weakest link. Right. It makes sense. We literally just talked about my human error and not securing my home network. And I'm sure lots of people are sitting here thinking I am that error. So yes, agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. And then what are any um, upcoming threats or trends that the healthcare industry or people listening should be aware of? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I believe that we're going to see an increase in display name spoofing, phishing attacks, and also farming attacks. Okay. Um, And if you're familiar with display name spoofing phishing attacks, basically what's happening is hackers are impersonating key employees within an organization. So think of like a CEO or CFO. And what happens is these cyber criminals are using a generic Gmail, AOL, or Yahoo email address, and they simply change the display name on the email to match one of these key employees. And then they email an employee and use their fake authority to really establish urgency and demand that, you know, sensitive data or uh, even money be sent to them. And the employees, without actually looking beyond the display name and checking the email address, will go ahead and comply because they don't want to upset their boss. Right. Uh, And the reason why these are so effective is because it's really easy to do and it's really hard to catch. Yeah. And since 2019, this has actually been the number one type of phishing attack. So I would definitely keep an eye out for this one. I think we're going to see a lot more of these types of attacks. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you brought this up because just in Pawbox, at Pawbox, I had this happen a few months ago where somebody emailed, um, emailed me via my Gmail 
impersonating our CEO, Hawala, and he was asking if we could meet. And I immediately pinged Hawala because he never, has never sent me an email to my personal Gmail. And we decided obviously that that was display name spoofing. And then he also let me know that that had happened to our uh, finance director on the same day. So, you know, Pawbox, we're an email security company, but we're also experiencing these display name spoofing attacks. So I can only imagine what other companies are experiencing as well. So thanks so much for uh, mentioning that. Yeah. And and the second point there on farming uh, is something that uh, we, we've been seeing a lot more of where basically the way it works is a hacker is going to go out and, and purchase a, a domain name. It's extremely similar to a, a, an existing domain name so that when someone goes and they plug in a website name and maybe they have fat fingers or they just put it in a typo there and they, they misspell it just slightly, they're actually redirected to a different website that looks similar and that's where they farm your data where oh. actually you give them their, your, your data by plugging it into a contact form, filling out, uh, you know, credit card information, whatever it may be. And with uh, Black Friday and right around the corner and, and Cyber Monday following shortly after, we're going to see an overall spike in cyber attacks. It, it happens every time. So to all the listeners out there, definitely be careful when you're doing your at-home shopping. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that is a great point. I have heard of those, that being an attack strategy, but definitely again with Black Friday happening, I am not, I will probably not do any online shopping because you have freaked me out. Um, (laughs) But uh, so Greg, where do you see the security compliance and healthcare industry going in the next 10 years? I think that HIPAA is going to become heavily, even more heavily regulated. I mean, if you take a look at protected health information and its value on the black market, um, that's something that there is a reason why these, uh, these, these hackers are going after your medical records. They can fill out false claims. Uh, it, it's really difficult to change your medical ID number, your social security number. You can change your credit card number. So I think that as uh, our, these cyber criminals are going to continue to go after this data, HIPAA is also going to kick in more regulations. So I think that... Um, we're looking at heavier restrictions going forward. Yeah, and I'm again, I'm glad you mentioned that because I got a letter from my high school actually two days ago saying that the vendor that they use um, was compromised and that my social security number may have been compromised as well. And I've, I've gotten multiple letters about my social security number over the years. So um, I'm a little fearful that that is going to continue happening, but I've experienced multiple, you know, attacks from cyber criminals just me to explaining on this podcast. So- um, thanks for you know making us aware of that. And then I love asking this question. So you're an industry expert in healthcare, and how do you keep up with industry trends? Are there any good podcasts, blogs, influencers, or newsletters that our listeners should be following? Yeah, so podcasts, absolutely. Uh, my favorite podcast. I don't know if you've heard of it. Hypocritical. Uh, <laughs> that's a great one. Oh yeah, ours. Yeah, it is great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's my number one for sure. Nice. Uh, also, I, I listen to CISO Talks. That's a great one. Okay. And CISO to CISO Cybersecurity. So for the listeners, go ahead and, and check those out as well. Okay, great. Yeah, I love asking that question. I always learn something new uh, from that question. And then this is a great question. You know, last but not least, what do you do to de-stress and relax? A lot of um, guests say drinking <laughs> and wine. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I would say that I really enjoy hiking, camping, uh, snowboarding, 
and going to the beach. And, and luckily these days, I'm actually living right on the beach. So I uh, took advantage of this whole uh, remote work situation. And in a few weeks, I'm actually going to be doing a 35-mile hike on Catalina. So I'm looking forward to unplugging for a few days. Wow. So are you doing that alone? Or are you going in a group? A couple buddies. Yeah, a few of us. Okay, that's that sounds amazing. You know, Dallas isn't the greatest for hiking, um, but I do love going to Colorado and hiking as well. So thank you so much, Greg, again, for joining uh, and speaking on the Hypocritical Podcast. So, My pleasure. Thanks for having me. I hope it was educational. It, it definitely was. And I'm sure uh, our listeners got a few laughs also. So our next webinar uh, for Pawbox will actually take place on Thursday, December 3rd at 10 a.m. Pacific with the topic of how to overcome HIPAA challenges and work as a team in healthcare. So fabulous. Greg, who is on today, will be on the panel along with Mike Doctor, the owner of Doc Health. If you would like to register, feel free to send me an email at sierra at pawbox.com. And that's S-I-E-R-R-A. And I will be happy to send you the link. And you can listen to our other podcast as we do this bi-weekly at pawbox.com or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. Thanks again and see you next time. <laughs>